Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Bernard Karyukimbogua. Pastor Bernard is a resident pastor at Grace Point Church. Hey, Marafiki. Welcome to Truthful Thursday. Focus on the family. This is GPC Mission Month. Hashtag one more for Jesus. We cannot help but proclaim the gospel. Today, we focus on Ephesians chapter 2 verse 11 all the way to 22. This is what Paul writes and I read. Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise having no hope and without God in the world. But now, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two so making peace and might reconcile us both to god in one body through the cross thereby killing the hostility and he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who are near for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are a fellow citizen. Citizen, you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Christ Jesus Himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In Him. You are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Praise and thanks be to God. Paul, in the whole chapter 2 of Ephesians, is reminding the Ephesian believer that they were excluded. They were without Christ. He tells them, remember, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh, remember that you were once separated and alienated from Christ. He reminds them that by nature they were sons of disobedience. They were children of wrath. This was the plight of the Gentiles. They were a people deeply attached to the pursuits and passions of this world. Paul even goes further in some other places to tell them they were haters of God. And because of this, a deep hostility had also separated the Gentiles from the Jews. 
the Jews in their pride had nicknamed the Gentiles, a downgrading name, the uncircumcision. In other words, these were aliens to the nation of Israel. Such a people, such Gentiles, lacked the civic rights of a free citizen among the Jews. Prior to their experience of God's grace, the Gentiles were deprived, starved of Christ. They were without Christ, having no hope. To this end, Paul says, remember, remember this all. In other words, never try to forget these fundamental essential truths. Remember that you were once separate, alien, stranger, without hope, without God. If this were to be said today, Paul is simply telling them that initially without Christ, you are mere deplorables, you are the scum of the earth. This is a picture of utter abandonment. It's a picture of the darkest of blackness. It's a dreadful isolation. And the worst alienation a human being can ever experience is alienation from God. Yet in this very chapter, chapter 2 of Ephesians, Paul introduces in verse 4 a phrase that spurs and stimulates hope and that statement is but God but God in the same chapter Paul shows how God has acted in Christ to reconcile the Gentile and all the world to himself Paul writes in the section that we have read actually writes but now in Christ but now in Christ we who were once far off the Gentile who was once far off has been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ in other words Paul is saying the gospel which centers on and in the death of Jesus Christ creates the situation in which men the Gentiles experience God's peace the plight of the Gentiles, which originally was alienation and separation, a people without hope and without God. What we would say today is they were a people with no form, without form, is contrasted with God's generosity, God's great love, His wealth in mercy which leads to a radical change in relationship for the Gentiles in Christ through the cross of Christ. The Gentiles have a privileged equality now with the Jews in Christ Jesus. And now both Jews and the Gentiles have access to the Father. Both the Jew and the Gentile in Christ are now members of the divine household of faith. They are sons and daughters of God. You know, blind and naked men alienated from God. That is what the Gentiles were. Now are the sons of God only in 
and through Christ. Why? Because this Jesus offered himself as a sacrifice for the sins of the world. As John says, this Jesus is the only way, the only true truth, the only life. Jesus to a Gentile is the only true north. And therefore in Christ, you and I, the Gentiles, have abundant life. Oh, what a rescue! Paul Tripp calls it the transforming, empowering, rescuing, and delivering grace of God. Because of the death of Christ, the sin of both the Jew and the Gentiles are forgiven. The hostility between the two is broken. And Christ has gone ahead to overcome sin, the world, the flesh, the death, death and the devil through his atoning work on the cross for both the Jew and the Gentile. The Gentile who was once separate from Christ is no longer a stranger and an alien but a citizen and a member of the household of God. Paul wants the Ephesian Gentile to know that to them belongs the rich heritage of the prophets and the apostles. And he is simply saying to the Gentile believer in Ephesians that the rich heritage now belongs to them through Jesus Christ. And that through Christ's power there is a guarantee to a people who are once far off aliens strangers without hope and without God. They now have a place, a seat of honor in the family of God. And I like how J.I. Parker puts it, that adoption is the highest privilege of the gospel, the traitor, the informer, the outsider, the alien is forgiven brought in for supper and is given the family name that is what has happened to the gentile that is what has happened to you and i and therefore christian you dear saint you who is listening do you realize that you and i were once aliens strangers we were informers we were despotic sinners without hope and without god but god has acted through his one and only son in his rich generosity and mercy to reconcile us back to god no wonder we would say but god therefore you and i who belong to christ ought to rejoice to respond to God in utter surrender and in utmost praise for he saved us and he has overcome the world, the flesh, death and Satan on our behalf. Christian, saint of God, we can rejoice and long for heaven and our Savior, Jesus Christ. To my dear listener living far from God, living a life of sin run run to jesus run 
to Jesus. Count the cost and come to Jesus. Scripture would say in some other places, you must be born again. Do you actually realize that you are an alien? You are a stranger? In this world you are without hope and without God? Yet you can run to Jesus. Oh, how I pray that you would cry and ask, what shall I do to be saved? Or cry some statements that are there in scripture. Have mercy on me, a sinner. I pray that you who is listening to me and are far from God, you would repent and not perish. That you would believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved that you would confess with your mouth believe in your heart that jesus christ is lord would you run to jesus yield to jesus come to jesus and for you the saint of god would you pick one or two of your closest neighbors who live near you that you know by name and that you would pray for them this week that they would come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now let's take a short time and pray for our neighbors. Lord, we want to pray for our neighbors, near and far, that they would come to the realization that they need a Savior, that they have sinned and that they come short of the glory of God. Would you open up their eyes that they would know that except a man be born again, he cannot see God, he cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Would you help our neighbors to know that they cannot save themselves, not by their works of righteousness, which they have done, but that only we can be saved through your mercy and grace. Help our neighbors to know that Jesus, you are the way the truth and the life and that no man can come to the Father but through Jesus Christ. Would you open the eyes of our neighbors to know that you can save them, that you have suffered once and for all for just for the unjust that you might bring them to God. Would you cause our neighbors to trust Jesus now? to seek the Lord while he may be found, to call upon the Lord while he is near. Would you help our neighbors to know that today, right now, is the hour and the day of salvation? Would you cause our neighbors to ponder on the words that what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Therefore, Lord, cause our neighbors to repent, to repent, to realize that they must be born again. Cause our neighbors to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Cause our neighbors to confess with their mouths that the Lord Jesus, to, to confess with thy, thy mouths that the Lord Jesus is their Savior and to believe it in their hearts that God raised you from the dead and that you are able to save them. Cause our neighbors to run to you, to yield to you and to come to you. For this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Till next Thursday, it's bye-bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grace Point Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.